You're listening to Coffee and Valkyries, a podcast about your favorite NWSL club, OL Reign. As we announced yesterday on Twitter, this episode of Coffee and Valkyries features an interview with OL Reign midfielder Morgan Andrews. Morgan, hello. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me, you guys. We are very appreciative for you uh, taking the time to chat with us on this Friday evening. Um, certainly the first question to ask is how are you and yours doing, uh, in this crazy time that we're all going through right now? Yeah. I mean, as good as can be, um, we're definitely in a pretty good uh, position compared to a lot of other people. So I'm very thankful, very grateful for where we're at. Um, I live with my fiance and my, my puppy, uh, my 10 month old American bully. So Without them, uh, I think I'd probably be going a little insane. So they're keeping me grounded. Uh, and also, you know, they're pretty good running partners too. So mm-hmm. we're, all, we're all just trying to stay fit and, um, you know, stay sane. And I have some pretty good partners when it comes to that. For people who um, perhaps aren't following you on social, your little bully's name is Zeppelin. What is, is the inspiration behind that name? I, I joke with people to say that he's named after a balloon, but it's not true. We're big <laughs> fans. Um, yeah, I just love, uh, love the band and we're big uh, classic rock fans. So, Did you, have you grown up with dogs or... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, my very first dog was um, a Boston Terrier, and then I had okay. two dogs, and now this is my, my bully. One, <laughs> this one's going to be a little bigger. Yes, just a little bit. <laughs> Three to four times the size, but we still... Oh, I remember when we were talking to Bev when she first got Avocado, and that was her first dog ever, and now she's like the biggest dog oh, advocate yeah. in the world. We were best friends. Oh my god. Avocado and Zeppelin were best friends. Oh. I know. They still are. Don't worry. We'll see them too. <laughs> uh, well, you had um, a, an adventure before you came back to Seattle in, or Tacoma um, in that you were down in Australia and had quite an impressive and successful season down there. Uh, what was it like to play uh, in the W League? Yeah, uh, it was amazing. I got the opportunity to go and live in Perth, Australia. One, it's just an incredibly beautiful place. But two, also, I got to, you know, master my trade a little bit more. Um, And it was a very successful season, I think, especially towards the end. Um, Of course, you know, we want to win no matter what. Um, Just that as competitive athletes is something that we treasure a lot. Um, And I think that was a struggle not being able to win as many games as as we wanted to but on an individual level I was very proud um, of the fact that I was able to put the ball in the back of the net um, and really feel like I had that impact for my squad and my team and um, it was definitely a growth period that I was very proud of and I feel like I can really build off of that. Yeah, speaking about that, you did an interview um, with, um, I think it's your hometown paper, where you talked about how playing uh, down in Australia had kind of rebuilt your confidence coming off what you'd said was a pretty disappointing uh, 2019 season for you with uh, Rain. Can you just talk about, like, um, I guess, like, summarizing the 2019 season for you and how, you know, needing to go down to Australia, you know, rebuilt your confidence? uh, Yeah. Well, you know, On an individual level, 2019 was very much uh, a growth season. And and I think that 
Um, any season that I'm going to play is a growth period. I think if I'm not growing in some way, it's a failure. Um, and in this aspect, I struggled to get playing time. I struggled with injuries um, in 2019. And um, it's something that I had to uh, kind of be upfront with myself about, be honest with myself and uh, work through and continue to work hard. Because even during that time where I felt I was working extremely hard um you know sometimes you just have to work through it and so Mm -hmm. um yeah and I think it's fair to say that you know the team was very successful and it was uh it was a great time to be around everyone on the team um but I think individually I I could have been more successful and um had more of an impact and so I think when I say disappointment in that aspect it's because I have higher expectations of myself where I can feel I can be more impactful. Um, and so it was good for me to go and get minutes in Australia and, and to have an impact higher up the field, which I feel like I'm more successful at. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was a growth period and I am continuing to grow and, and I feel continuing to get better. And I'm um, trying to build that into this next season. Well, we can't also, we can't dismiss your impact also in uh, last season when you were uh, playing emergency uh, goalkeeper. <laughs> you got the honorary save of the week uh, because of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, Betos was just incredible because even though I mean, this girl ruptured her Achilles, mm-hmm. right? One of the most serious injuries that anyone could have, and she saw that a poor old field player was going in the net, and she said, "Tape it up." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yep. so um she's someone that I definitely look up to so all the credit to her on that one for sure does it still uh blow your mind just how the team was able to get as far as they did last season given just about everybody had a, a time on the injury list and then you know the team ended the season with 30 players under contract does it, is it yeah. still just something you look back like how do we do that <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't really question it just based off of everyone's mentality. Um, everyone has uh, that type of fight in them and, mm-hmm. and they would, you know, dive for the team. So um, we're going to go out every training session, every game and try to lay it all out on the field. Um, and last year, you know, we did. We had quite a few injuries, um, but that just goes to show one, how deep the roster is, but two, how how big the entire mentality of the team mm-hmm. as a whole is um, coming together as a unit instead of as individuals. So with, with having so many players on the team at the end of last season, you knew probably you were going to have to say goodbye to some teammates this year. Like what sort of conversations did you have with the, with the coaches in front office kind of looking forward to like what sort of expectations or goals you might've had for the coming season? Yeah. And you know, how did that go? Well, um, you know, at the end of the year, um, I think we're all very honest. um, And, you know, I was honest with myself, obviously, about um, my sort of performances. um, And so I wanted to be honest and and quite frankly say, like, I'm going to Australia to make myself better um, and to come back prepared and and ready to make a difference. Um, And I also made it a fact that I want to make this team my family. I want it to be a part of my life for as long as I possibly can. This is where I want to be. Um, I want to play in front of the fans that we have. This is my home. 
Um, and so that was something that was special to me that I wanted to come back and play for this team. And I made it, um, you know, clear that that's something that I wanted. Um, as far as saying goodbye to teammates goes, that's an extremely hard thing. Um, I've become best friends with a lot of these girls and a lot of girls now that are playing on different teams that I'm going to have to face when, you know, we step on the field again. So um, that's always hard. But at the end of the day, they're always going to be family. Um, they're always going to be friends. Uh, a lot of these girls uh, are going to be in my wedding one of these days. So, um, you know, it's, it's exciting because I'm really happy and I expect that these girls are going to flourish in whatever environment that they have. You talked about um, wanting to have this place be home. Um, the home looks a little bit different to some folks from the outside with a new coach and OL group becoming majority owners. You got what, two training sessions in before it got canceled or, or postponed? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was, but what was the general feeling for you in training with a, a new coach? Yeah, um, well, the mentality feels the same. Uh, like I said before, we all want to win as many games as possible. Um, and uh, getting to know our coach is just a part of the process. And so far, you know, I really like him. And he's, um, he's shown that he really has a passion for the game. And he really values uh, the technical aspect of it and getting to play football. And yes, this is the American game and we are going to be physical and we're going to play a classic, you know, have that direct mentality that a lot of the American game has. Um, but at the same time, we're going to value possession and the creativity that the game brings um, and that little bit of, of art factor and making it pretty so that the fans enjoy it. How's it been for you getting to know not only the new coach, but also some of your new teammates, basically, uh, I'm assuming through uh, video screens and video chatting, since obviously you guys aren't doing any trainings and you can't be, you know, in the same place at the same time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I do know a lot of my teammates so far. I got to know them before um, this the whole thing came down. Mm -hmm. um, uh, however, you know, getting to know people over the screen is, uh, has its challenges. Yeah. Um, it's hard not to go, you know, hang out with a teammate, um, get to know their personality off the field, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Um, but right now it's something that has to be done um, for the safety of ourselves and those mm -hmm. around us. So um, it has its challenges, but we're making it work. We're having, um, meetings as far as like nutrition goes and and um speaking with the coaches about what we should be doing in preparation for when we can get back on the field virtual birthday party for <laughs> yes we'll be celebrating lots of birthdays when this is over <laughs> <laughs> um morgan what was your reaction to the news that ol group was now going to be the majority owner of the club because it's obviously we know all the work that bill and Teresa Pregmore have done to get the club to this level, but then to get um, a powerhouse uh, group uh, from from another country and specifically France, knowing what OL Group has done for Lyon and both the men's and women's sides, what does that mean to you in terms of getting that sort of financial investment? Yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible. I was so incredibly happy to hear when it happened. Um, you know, of course, the Predmores, I'm 
stoked that they're still a part of it because they have been such an important part of this uh, community for so long. Um, and I don't think it would be the same if they weren't here. Um, but it's important that we have this powerhouse backing our team um, and really making us a part of a larger community, a larger football community. Um, I think it's important as far as a fan base goes, um, maybe even the financial backing, but so far it's uh, been such an incredible professional environment. Um, and to be fair and to give all credit to the Predmores, that hasn't changed because they created a very professional environment. Um, right now we might just have more resources because of it. So I'm, I'm very happy. I'm excited to see uh, what comes out of having and being a part of this, you know, larger society, this larger community. Um, you know, given the times that everyone is in in sports right now, um, with with all of the uncertainty, um, I I've been reflecting on the fact that this would have been incredibly. It's already incredibly difficult for leagues to handle, but I feel like this would have been really difficult for the NWSL three or four years ago to manage. How have you seen the league grow? Um, and maybe where do you want it to continue to grow moving forward? Uh, yeah, I mean, the communication has been spectacular. Um, as far as uh, getting through this virus and all the postponements and everything, um, being able to talk with uh, the leaders on our team and then being able to communicate that with the league um, and vice versa, just, you know, us being able to find out news before it's before it's out and, and everyone else knows it as well. That's been exciting. Um, you know, as far as the league goes in general, it's been exciting seeing the fan base grow. Um, you know, especially coming off of the success that the national team has had um, and, and the world game, to be quite frank, because um, other countries are having huge amounts of success. So coming off of those successes, World Cup, um, you know, international games, um, and then going into an NWSL season, that is really exciting because I think our fan base is just going to grow. Um, of course, with this virus and everything, um, things going into a postponement has been a struggle. Um, but I think as soon as everything clears up, like we're going to see even more growth and I'm really excited for that. Um, now, I think what we can work on is getting um, the visual of women being in such powerful and strong roles in professional sports, getting that out there as far as being on TV or in um, written journalism, that sort of things. You guys are doing a wonderful job having it be on a podcast and that sort of thing. Um, but I think it's so incredibly important for the visuals for young athletes to see women who look like them in successful roles. I think that's the next. You see the results in it every time someone just takes one extra step to put a woman on TV Absolutely. or I, Sabrina Ionesco just sold out her jersey in 45 minutes today. So <laughs> incredible, incredible. Um, speaking of jerseys, um, have you had a chance to see the new uh, OL Reign jerseys? And can you give us any sort of a tease or preview of what things to come? You know, I have to be honest with you. I have not seen the jersey, okay. so I can't. I don't. I don't know what to say. I'm sure it's going to be very classy looking, though. I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited to wear it. Uh, Jess Fishlock was on the last episode of this, and she told us that she had seen it, but we forgot to 
do a follow up <laughs> question and ask it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it, but I'm excited for it. Gotcha. Um, speaking of Fishlock, so on the last episode, she mentioned that Rosie White proposed an idea for the entire team to author a cookbook. Um, would you contribute a recipe to to that if it happens? Uh, yeah, and you know what? We're already starting to put that together uh, as a team, and I haven't put it in yet, but um, I've been cooking up this little, this easy salad uh, that's, you know, I'll tell you what it's about. Kale and arugula. Um, and then I roast some chickpeas on, on the stovetop with some garlic and herbs. Um, and then some sweet potato and lemon in the oven. And then you mix it all together with an Italian dressing. Oh, I've been eating that so much lately. But Sounds delicious. Yeah, right? But it's so easy. It's so easy. Um, <laughs> any recipe that I do is not going to be complicated. So... Uh, I don't know if the girls are going to want to see that because it doesn't take much time at all. And during this time, I think we all want to kill a little bit of time. So uh, I got to work on my complicated recipes. <laughs> wow. So I think we just uh, got some breaking news that the rain uh, cookbook is actually happening. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Sorry. I wasn't supposed <laughs> to break that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so on that same idea of like wanting to kill a lot of time, have you been able to get through like your Netflix or Amazon Prime watch lists at all? And what sorts of things have you guys been binging on? Yeah, um, I watched Hunters on Netflix. I thought that show was incredible. So that's probably the, the Netflix show uh, that I, I've been watching the most. Um, I'm trying to read more. That's been a goal of mine, trying to learn information through reading, retaining it and applying it, trying to do that as much as possible, getting back into that mode of kind of studying, um, trying to work the brain. And then other than that, you know, killing time with lots of workouts. So, <laughs> yeah. Is the read, uh, increase in reading more uh, on your own part or is it because... Um book club president Darian Jenkins is making sure nobody's slacking. <laughs> I am a part of book club and Darian <laughs> is amazing for putting that together and we have a lot of have a lot of the book club books behind me. Um, <laughs> that hasn't started up yet. Okay. I'll let you know when it does. Um, but right now this is just for personal development. Okay. Yeah. There were some deep books you all read last year. Yes and we're trying to lighten the mood this year. <laughs> we're trying to lighten the mood uh take away a little bit of the stress you know those books are really important um but yeah i think maybe it'll be a little lighter when it comes to that this year so do you have any um book recommendations yet or have you not gotten that far uh well i put in i wanted to read because i heard nothing but wonderful things about it the alice network mm. um yes about uh female spies in world war one um I think that'd be really interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was my book recommendation. We'll see if it gets voted on. Um, but right now I'm reading the book Peak um, just to try and delve deeper into sports science and learn more about that. Cool. Um, you had your birthday uh, not too uh, far ago and yeah. um, your fiance got you a Peloton as your present. <laughs> yeah, now, killed it with the birthday gift this year. <laughs> Based on those commercials, there are a bunch of online classes that you you can take, and then you know you're riding with a bunch of other people. Have you noticed uh, any like celebrities joining in on your same class with you? 
Um, I don't do a lot of the live classes, but I need to okay. start getting into that. Um, so I should definitely look for that. Um, <laughs> but I am on a three week streak, so I'm really excited about that. Um, trying to get a ride in every day or every other day, just trying to, um, you know, stay fit, of course, but um, just as an alternative to running and, mm -hmm. and all those hill sprints and everything. <laughs> Um, Morgan, I'm not sure if you've heard, but um, there is a question that we've asked on this podcast in previous episodes that has caused a little controversy within oh. your teammates. Okay. Um, so we're going to ask it of you and see where you fall. Um, where do you fall on um, whether pineapple belongs on pizza? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Don't bring it back. <laughs> No, I am a spice girl all the way when it comes to pizza. I like peppers, um, anything that has a bit of a bite to it. Yeah. Well, you'll know you'll be in Jess Fishlock's good graces when you come back to training okay. then. So. That's a good place to be. <laughs> cool. I think we have a few other fun questions for you. I'm actually, though, before Jacob asks maybe a few more of those, I'm um, going to go back to all, your time in Australia and just ask, um, was there anything that you were surprised to learn about the country or that was kind of a fun thing you didn't expect when, when you went down there? Um, I think that I wasn't necessarily expecting probably how um, relaxed the culture was. Uh, the people are very much living in the moment. Um, and I can see why with how many beautiful beaches that they have. Yeah. Um, it's very easy to sit back and relax. And um, a lot of the girls taught me how to be present um, and in the moment. So I'm very grateful for that. But also I think I, I miss a little bit of, um, you know, the American culture and, and the, the go, go, go. You know, I think that um, it was, a really exciting time to be there and, and learn from all of those girls and the culture that they come from. Um, but I also did miss home and um, yeah. Yeah. The culture. Sometimes it's okay to be in a little bit of a rush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, it, it almost prepared me being there for the time now. So yeah. Um, yeah. And, and just, you know, learning to go outside and be okay with um, I don't want to say that, just being there is doing nothing um, because I think being mindful is so incredibly important. So finding the time to do that. Um, and the girls really taught me that. That's awesome. Well, we, yeah. got, we got stuck in Australia. Um, my partner got um, hospitalized while we were down there, but oh um, it was actually like a great place to be stuck yeah. for that reason. Um, but I also did learn they just didn't move incredibly quickly at the hospital either. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so there are pros and cons to yeah. every culture, right? While you were down in Australia, did you try uh, Vegemite? I did try it and I'll be honest, and I think all of my Australian friends are gonna hate me for this, but it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Never give it to me again, please. <laughs> I did see Tom Hanks get ripped for putting way too much on his toast while he was down there. <laughs> yeah, the way the girls make it is they toast the bread perfectly. It's all great with the butter and it's perfect just like that. They should leave it. But then they, they put on that tiny layer of Vegemite. And I hear that's how, it, how perfect it is. But um, yeah, I won't be having that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, here are some of the fun questions that Susie alluded to. 
these are all questions that we've asked uh, teammates as well over the past. So um, it's just more about fans getting to know you a little bit more off the field. If a movie was going to be made about your life, Morgan, who would you want to play you? Uh, My answer was always Anne Hathaway um, because I love her. But now I think I'd probably go with like Ronda Rousey. Oh, that's a good (laughs) one. (laughs) Get her into the Hollywood scene, yeah. Yeah. Um... What three songs are you putting on the match day playlist if you were in charge of it? Ooh, well, nobody wants me in charge. Nobody <laughs> likes my music. Um, <laughs> but let's see, I, I'll, I'll give you bands. I probably put a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's put on a little bit of Led Zeppelin. Um, mm, and Rolling Stones. Yeah, I'll give you three artists. Those are the, the three artists I... I listen to in the car before everyone tells me to turn it off. I don't see anything wrong with those yeah. things, but I'll have to talk to the girls about that. But that's why I'm old and don't play professional soccer. <laughs> What's my excuse? I don't know. Do you have any specific song that you like to listen to before games to get pumped up? Um, I like Pretender by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That gets me going. For sure, because I don't, I don't like to fake it. Riley's shaking his head at me right now. <laughs> so you have, um, a, you had quite an impressive goal um, down in your W League play. But do you have a goal when, that is your favorite that you've scored in your soccer career? Um, I've had I, quite a few favorites, you know, um, mostly because the celebration follows. Um, <laughs> But I think one of my favorite goals would probably be um, in the national championship game um, and just being a part of that, that win for USC. Well, here's one we didn't ask as much last year, but we asked the year prior. Um, if, uh, if a soccer genie appeared in front of you and said, um, I can give you one thing to change your game, but you have only these two options, would you choose the ability to make the perfect pass, no matter the distance, or the ability and always connect the pass, or the ability to slide tackle and never get called for a foul? Ooh. Um, as much as I enjoy the second one, I'd have to choose the first one. Yeah, I think that being able to put the ball anywhere on the field will have that incredible impact. That's quite fair. Yeah. Ben Yannis cheated on that one and said, I can pass it into the goal. Hey, all right. I like it. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So uh, <laughs> that's good. I like it. I think, I think um, the threat of getting called on a slide tackle adds to the enjoyment of it. <laughs> the living on the edge. Yeah. Um, Morgan, being that you are a New England girl, how, um, how are you dealing with the fact that a uh, a certain quarterback is no longer playing there and is um, playing in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I was so heartbroken. But, you know, at the same time, you know, the Patriots, they're growing and they'll be be good again, you know. Um, And I think they're going to be really good this year. But, 
uh, I'm always going to be a Tom Brady fan. So I wish him nothing but success and I'm going to support him as a buck. So, um, yeah, yeah. Tommy boys. I love him. I love him. I'm going to support him no matter what. <laughs> oh, Steve is, um, from Buffalo. So kind of hoping that uh, we, we don't talk about the history <laughs> of the bills anymore. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I, we drove through Buffalo on our way here. I'm trying to think. Uh, we've done a couple of cross-country trips, and on the way to preseason last year, Riley and I drove through Buffalo. It's beautiful. We absolutely loved it. Yeah, I-90 all the way across the country is definitely an experience to be done <laughs> at least once. <laughs> um, okay, here's a question that I just thought of. I'm going to bring it back to the first time you and I chatted, Morgan. This was before the 2018 season. It was at uh, the season kickoff party. And I'd ask you if like, there was a, uh, a skill or something from one of your uh, teammates you would like to have. You said um, you would like to learn what you call the slice ball from Jess Fishlock. Oh, have, yeah. you, uh, have you tried to? Uh, you know, I've been that? working on it. And I've been, I've been you know, watching her from a distance and she's a great teammate and I know I can go up and ask her um which you know I think I will this year but um I've been working on it so we'll see this season if you see it <laughs> well I recall multiple people when we asked that question in 2018 saying Morgan Andrews long ball oh that's what they wanted so that's nice yeah <laughs> yeah I work hard on that so hopefully <laughs> we can continue to do that <laughs> You, you mentioned earlier how you wanted this place to be your home. Um, how has it been for you in terms of, you know, you come into the 2018 season, obviously under not ideal circumstances with the uh, folding of the Boston Breakers, and then you come to uh, this side of the country through the dispersal draft. But how has it been for you in terms of making, you know, Seattle, Tacoma, Pacific Northwest, just your home for you and your fiance on and off the field? Yeah, um, you know, I've been lucky that soccer has taken me all over the world and that I am able to, you know, go to different places and try to um, make it feel like home. And fortunately, coming here was easy. Um, and, and the people that came along with the club, whether that was my teammates, you know, the staff, the fans or my neighbors, um, they've all made it very easy. Um, and so yeah it's it's been an easy transition and um i spend a lot of time outside in nature off the field and um enjoying hikes and and um being outside with zeppelin and that sort of thing so um off the field very very um nature consuming and and that sort of thing on the field like I said, being around the team and the culture and the philosophy that goes along with it um, is something that I just want to be a, a part of for a long time. So, sounds like Zeppelin wants wants us <laughs> to hang up. No, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm he loves attention. <laughs> so, um, but so we won't keep you for much longer at all. But. Um, I'm curious, you know, we're going to have, we have a lot of rain fans, obviously listening to this. Is there a message you would like to share with them heading into the season when it, when it does kick off? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I just want uh, to say that I'm proud of everyone that has to do with this team, whether you're a supporter or um, 
a part of the staff or the team um, simply because everyone's staying strong during the time like this. Um, and, you know, we're all looking out for each other, um, doing the proper things like social distancing and staying at home, that sort of thing. So um, first off, I'm incredibly proud. Um, and second off, I am excited because when it does happen, when we are allowed to get back on the field and play in front of uh, supporters and fans, it's going to be special and unique and exciting. Um, and I think that we're all going to soak it in and appreciate it that much more. Um, so there's really so much to look forward to. Awesome. Well, Morgan, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Thank you. Thank Enjoy. you. It was great to have you. It was yeah. great to talk with you guys. You made it easy.